Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, one and all, far and wide, man and woman, adult and uh, child. Uh, this is the first Good Bad More episode of 2024. Sorry we joined in so late. Um, so, sorry we joined in so late. Uh, there's been a couple issues uh, the last couple weeks that have prevented us from recording, from talking, sharing our, our knowledge with all of you, uh, but we're back. We weren't ever gone. We, we were, were just so away. Uh, we ain't really leave, but we back. Back in the year of 2024. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I don't think I made any. I, I feel think. like I always try to make one or two New Year's resolutions and just stick to it. Oh, that's really good of you. That's nice that you do that. Yeah. This year was smile more. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> I didn't make any. Uh, what are we going to do with ourselves? There's no football. There's no... F- yeah, what? What, what do we do? What other sports are there? There aren't really any other sports, I don't think. Is ho- is hockey going on? I think it is, actually. I think hockey is going it's, on. Um, but, um, um... Basketball? Oh! Yeah! So, for those of you who don't know, yeah. Ryan, and I, Ryan and I like to yam. Uh, We're a couple of... We get to the... You could say... You can get to the to MJ and Scotty Pittman. If... Scotty Pittman? Scotty Pittman. Yeah. Pippin. Michael. Michael. Michael Pittman. Michael Pippin. <laughs> it's Scotty Pippin. It's that's what I said. Pippin. That is not what you said. Yeah, I did. Okay. I said. I it's said okay. Like, Scotty Pippin. I forgive you. I forgive you. It's okay. What? <laughs> I forgive you. Uh, yeah. No, I'd say we're probably more like um. Like Jokic and Dejounte Murray. You, dude. Jamal Murray. It's no. Jamal Murray. Yeah, I just said Jamal Murray. Oh my god. That's what I just said. Are you are you serious? What? Serious about what? I, I'd say I'm like the way I play is probably like closest to Draymond, I feel like. Because I can't really shoot. Maybe? Sorry, I was just like, Can you think of a player that water. can you think um, of a better example? I don't know. I'm not as like probably like a probably like a Zero Thomas. If you Thompson? Could, <laughs> I said Azure Thomas. Tom Thompson? Yeah, it's Thompson. Right. And that's why I said Thompson. Isn't that Sar? Yeah, that's why I said Azure. Azure. It's A S U A R. Azure. It's A U S A R. Dude, okay, this one I'm not actually joking about. Am I, you am I tripping right now? Dude, you, this is off to a horrible start. Okay, for okay. You're like over four <laughs> on basketball day. Dude, I think it's just a I think it's almost like a running joke right now that I have to Mispronounced basketball names. Oh my God! A U Asar. 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 Yeah. Thomas. Tom. <laughs> God. You're like a Azur Thompson. I see. I used to. I feel like I grew out of my mispronouncing basketball names phase. I, I really struggled. I really struggled with the European names for a while. Like who? Oh my God! All of them. Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. You thought it was Jokic? Yeah. Nicola Yaki. I thought I, Ju- Justice Winslow, I thought was Justice, because it was an S instead of a C. And I was like, well, if you're going to change the 
C to an S, like it'd be just these. Like, like you, I, I'd expect you, like you want me to pronounce it differently, right? That's kind of that was my like rationale. I guess, but maybe it's just a different. Maybe did you ever consider that it's the same thing, but just you just know, spelled differently? Bit of a different vernacular, just like a twist on it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't consider that. My brain didn't consider that. Like Haley, like Haley, but it's L E I G. Yeah, there's lots of ways to spell Haley. Any leaves. but justice is a word. That's true. Whereas Haley is just a name. That's true. Well, Justice is also a band, an EDM group. Yeah, but they, they, they spelled it with a C. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well. Whew. It's like pe- like Pet Cemetery is uh, with a S. It's like it that. is. Yeah. Pet Cemetery, the book or yeah, the band? The book. There, is there a band? I don't know. Pet Dude, Ce- we're off the fucking rails. Pet right Cemetery kind of sounds like a band name. It does. I mean, we're kind like of a metal a, band, a punk. We're, we're kind of coming into. The middle of the basketball season. No, we're past the middle now. Really? Oh, yeah, because yeah, all-star break. We're already yeah. halfway done with the basketball season. Baseball's starting up. Yeah. Like, hockey's... Hockey's underway. Underway. I think it's all also almost halfway done. Yeah, WNBA after NBA. And then it's just we're in a very interesting time in, in sports, which in is The just, football vacuum. Just kind of like the month of late February to early March is just kind of like... It's almost like American culture is like two different things. Like... What? In like different... <laughs> no, like I'm... <laughs> like right, during the go, months... During the months of like September to January, American culture is this one thing. And then in the months without football, it like it just goes back. It's like there's like this void that has to be filled with other things in American culture. It kind of is. You know what I mean? Like, it's like football is such so important to American culture that like yeah, the time without it has like its own. It's like its own thing. Yeah, it's not. It's not football season. It's like football. Not football season. Football is like 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 what real like football to the rest of the world, or soccer to us is the same as American football. Does what? that make sense? Like no. <laughs> like football, football. Okay, right. Is uh the to like almost every other country in the world is everything. Like it's the most important sport. Yeah, football it's like, is life. It's like nationalism, of right? Course. Like and America, it's like that with American football. Right. And it's like when there's no soccer, no football, right? Like who are who am I? You know, that's like that. Yeah, it's like it's di- you're a different country. It's like, what are you gonna do? But does don't soccer? Is, doesn't it's soccer like year go year round? Yeah, right? it is, yeah. And then there's each within your own country. There's individual leagues. Like yeah. I know England no, has they, a really. They've set it up so that there's always soccer. There's always football. Right. So, are we gonna start? Does that imply that the net like the next natural step is for us to follow XFL? I don't know. Or just it, maybe it's not called XFL anymore. No, is it's it? like the U.S. Football League. I think it's just the UFL, the United Football League. I think, and that was a merger between like everything. XFL and USFL. Yeah, I think that was the merger, and yeah. it's sponsored the Rock by Rock mer- Merger. Yeah, it's sponsored by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What is it with professional wrestling and like football offshoots? It's only him. No, no, no the first time XFL was sponsored by, um, what's the guy? The WWE guy. Brock Lesnar? No. He, he played. played. He played for the Vikings, yeah. yeah. The football trivia bit. Um, shit, what's the guy? He's like Steve McMahon, that guy. Steve McMahon started the XFL in the eight, like in the nineties. I think with, they're just like they just have like uh this is gonna sound reductive, but like they have like meathead ideas. Kinda. No, well I, I guess I can see like, like football. Like if you're if wrestling. you're like a if you're like a athlete entrepreneur, like what are you gonna 
you're going to want to do other like sport entrepreneurial activities. Right. Just like I meathead is reductive. Just like football. Just like athlete cuz I bet they're all very intelligent. Yeah, I'd think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything a, about professional to, wrestling. Cuz they're actors and athletes. Like that's a that's a lot. That's a lot you got to do. Yeah, they're they are actually actors. It's just theater for And you're getting the men. shit kicked out of you too. No, you're not. Yes, you're not is, getting dude. the shit kicked out dude, of you. Dude, ask ask you're doing... anyone who's like been around that sort of stuff. Like they are like obviously it's not real, but it's still like a lot of the shit that happens to them is still super painful. Like it's still if it's done incorrectly, but the best no, ones No, no, no. No, the best Even ones if it's done correctly, when they get thrown on the mat, they're getting thrown on the mat. Yes, They've just I practiced know. it so many times, and they're so used to it. So it's like they, they mitigate the pain. Of course, but And they know hurts. the proper form. I mean, it shouldn't hurt. That's the goal. No, dude, I promise you. I promise you. I had, a, I had a discussion about the WWE with one of, my, one of my coworkers when I was working last month, and he loves it, and he got, like, really into it, and he knew everything about the choreography oh, there's and, the, a lot of it, yeah. and the theatrics and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, there's so many stories about the best wrestlers, like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin or like the Undertaker, like all their signature moves don't hurt and they don't hurt. They're designed not to hurt anybody because yeah. it's like, that's how they're supposed to be designed. And it, you can hear like, what's the word? Um, testimonials, I guess. I don't know. Like recounts of like people getting hit by these, crazy like sidewinder knuckle blasting fucking moves and they're just like yeah it doesn't hurt you feel like you're being laid down yeah swear to god so that's well, why i, I like, believe that but i also do think like there's only like a certain level you can fake i, I think, think i think you're that, right i, I think mean, they probably walk away like probably sore really sore bruises yeah. like they're not getting hurt like Someone's trying to hurt them, <laughs> unless but they're just like, getting hurt because it's part of the gig. Unless you're off one of, the, unless you're at one of those off-Broadway WWE oh shows where they like smash light bulb, like fluorescent light bulbs over people. You seen those clips? No, I don't want to. Dude, it's so funny. I mean, you'd just be scrolling through Instagram, and they, like there's just some dude in a mask, absolutely. Bane. <laughs> three fluorescent lights getting cracked over his head. Oh my He's God. definitely getting hurt. Yeah. How do we get here? I don't know, man. I mean, this is our, this is our first we show. What are talking about? We were talking about mispronouncing basketball player names. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I struggled with... um All the Europeans. A lot of European names, yeah. Yeah, dude. I can understand that. I mean, I don't really... I don't really struggle with mispronouncing names. I think I just... You just can't fucking read. I just can't read sometimes. <laughs> and it gets like... We are not the same. It gets jumbled. <laughs> we are not the we same. We are not the same. I, I just like... You can't... I, because you can't pronounce Thompson as Thomas. Like, that's not one of the options when you see the word Thompson. Well, it goes T-O-M-P-S-O-N. And so I just maybe get, like... You shorten it. I shorten it, or, like, the M and the P get Your brain's doing around. a shortcut is what it's doing. Yeah. Well, if only there's, like, a condition for when you're reading things and, like... The letters get like all jumbled up, and yeah, one like something goes like around, and you just yeah. kind of mispronounce and read things wrong. No, I, I don't think anything like that exists. I think that's just you. Oh, <laughs> I think that's just you. Oh, can you hit the air horn button? Oh man, let's hopefully this isn't too loud. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the Percy Jackson TV show? No. Does yeah, Percy Jackson have dyslexia? Yeah, canonically his dyslexia. Why do they need to make that a thing? No, I I respect it because he has dyslexia and ADHD, but 
the author Rick Riordan wrote him as a character like that because his son had the same oh dyslexia and ADHD yeah and so it was like my son can read this and like feel connected to the character oh yeah which is a very that's a noble that's a noble thing to do that's it yeah that's fair but here's something I have a question for you when you're how about you Rick do you have dyslexia Rick listen up Rick (laughs) listen up Rick Quit appropriating our culture. Our culture? Our culture. No, no, okay. Our dyslexic culture. My dyslexic culture that I'm self-identifying with because I've <laughs> I, never been diagnosed. Never been officially diagnosed. I've just, diagnosed you a bunch. It's just a running joke that I have dyslexia. I mean, like, probably, but... Probably. Anyways. Um, Functioning. It works. It's fine. Um, but here's a question, Finn, as a screenwriter. <laughs> where, where do you draw the line of, like, conditions or, like, things that you write about a character where you're just like, hmm... I want this to be like an empowering part mm-hmm. of my character that can help connect people. Like, where do you draw the line in specific, like specificity, in terms of like what that condition is? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. here's my here's my character with psoriatic arthritis. Mm-hmm. You know, or here's my character who has ADHD. Like, where do you draw the line? Um, I think for you to write this is like not even sports related, but. I think for you to write a character, it's hard to not be specific. Like the best, all the best characters are specific. Like specificity is never a bad thing. No, not at all. So I think if you can be more specific, it shows that you have researched and you're not just like throwing out a word that you know. Okay. And like a category. Yeah. I think I think it's more offensive if you just give someone a condition that's just a category and like you just, uh, all the things you associate with that is what the character has instead of actually like figuring out the specifics of what it might be. Um, I think that's the way you can do that respectfully. Um, in terms of like... How specific you get? Like that's a great that's a great explanation of how to like... Specificity is always better. Really? In my opinion, Would yeah. you write a character that has like psoriatic arthritis? Well, I'm writing a character right now that's mute. Right. Which is a condition, mutism. Mutism? Mutism, yeah. Um, Which isn't a condition by itself. It's caused by, like, certain... It can be caused by a bunch of different things. But... Okay. I think that if if anyone does the right amount of research and isn't just putting a condition or a identity onto a character because they feel like they have to... Mm -hmm. Um, and it needs to like meet a quota or it needs to, the character is just not interesting enough by itself, uh, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. But if it's part of the character and who they are and, uh, it's not a, just like this negative thing that is like, I don't know, you're only doing it because like the character just needs to suffer more. Okay. That's fair. Then that's okay. So I think if you, if you, if the character is a full body human, uh, like rounded out, rounded like really out. flushed out. If like, it isn't just like, oh, I'm sorry, it's dark writers. Exactly. So if you if they're a character, if you could take away that and they're still, still like a, a very human being, char- yeah, okay. Then yeah. So huh. yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's just it. like a part of their identity, right? Jeez. Wow. So that's what they're teaching you at Chapman. Yeah. At Dodge. <laughs> it's a. I had a conversation, not not about this. It's more about uh, culture. Uh huh. And I we talked about this a little bit, but we sure did. But it's very similar. Like you know, if are you doing it? It's like are you doing it for the right reasons? 
you know. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I, I think understand. we should get back to sports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we should get back to. sports. I'm sorry, I was I was curious. You're at, we're we're talking. I'm about, educated. I'm an educated man. We're talking about. I feel like being in a podcast in like a recording room is just so much more conducive to like discussion, like really great discussion and yeah. like. Just I and chill trap beat your chill trap beat. All right, here's a here's my intro to our podcast. If we didn't talk about sports, I'll wait for the beat drop to come in. It's chill, so it'll be a chill drop. What's going on, guys? This is Ryan coming at you from Henley Basement here with my man Finn. What's up? It's been a long week, but we're so glad that you can join us. And uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot on our minds and. If you've come for intellectual discussion, we're talking books, we're talking Rick Riordan, we're talking character writing. This is some of the best discussion that you will get from the two white boys in Henley Basement. This has been Ryan. Now a word from our sponsor, Acorn Money and Rocket Mortgage. What is going All right, and we're back. <laughs> we're back. All right, and we're back. Today we're gonna be. <laughs> That's awesome. They just have a, a whole the chill trap beat. Is that still going? Yeah, I had to turn the volume down. <laughs> it's three minutes long. Just like I think if I I want that chill trap beat playing just constantly, constantly, and then whenever you start to annoy me or whenever you start getting like too deep, I'm just gonna start turning. <laughs> <Turn again. laughs> just a funny just, little just, Anyway, so I think Nico. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, sorry, what are you saying? Anyways, I was talking about how Nicola Jokic is just. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome. So I love radio. Basketball? Yeah, what about it, man? What about it? Well. <laughs> 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 who do you who do you think is gonna win the NBA championship? Oh geez, that's a really good question. Um, if I had to pick a sleeper, I'm probably gonna go with the Sacramento Kings. I think they're a, a rough bunch, and all they Damn. need is one or two more pieces, or just somebody well, to step the time, up. The trade deadline's passed, so they can't trade for. I was gonna say one or two more pieces to step up, to step up, to step up, and sure. really make a difference. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is going out every night, every night. Putting his He's best nice. out there. I He's love nice. De'Aaron Fox. And I think that it's got to be Sabonis because, frankly, he's been kind of sucking recently. I'm going to be honest with you. Not playing up to standards. Not really showing us why he's, like, you know, a piece, a big part of that team. He's kind of looking like, kind of looking a little lackluster. So if they can step it up, I think that they have a really good chance of getting some high seeding. Um, I don't think it's going to be the Clippers. Really? Um. You know, I'll go with the Bucks, honestly. The Bucks? Yeah. Dude, I don't think Doc. I don't think the Bucks are um They're just bad on defense, dude. They're bad on defense. I know, but when they and, when they make it work, they make it work. And they can't like they don't drive to the paint. That's the thing. Like well, on offense, they don't drive. Well, they have Giannis. Giannis does. Giannis does, but nobody else does. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And so they shoot like a lot, but Giannis can't really shoot that well. Not even Brooke Lopez. Brooke can shoot pretty well. He actually a, can a, shoot a, well. For a center, he's a pretty good shooter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that the, I say this every year, but the Celtics, 
are like barring an upset are by far and away the favorite. They're the only team right now that looks like they'll get more than 60 wins. Probably. They're like clearly at least in the regular season the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah. Next to the Nuggets probably. Just their their starting lineup, every single starter on the the Celtics like could be an all-star. That's how good Derek White was getting considered for an all-star. He was. Okay. Who else? Jason Tatum, Derek well, White. obviously, yeah. Jalen Brown was uh, an all-star. All right. Chris Stapp's Brzingis. Oh, Chris Stapp probably deserves it. Drew Holiday. Tingus Pingus needs it, but Drew Holiday, really? Dude, he's been an all-star like five times. Really? Yeah. He was like the second best player on the Bucks. Oh. He's like the third or fourth on, oh, the, that's on right. the Celtics. Their starting lineup is insane. Yeah. Their starting lineup is by far the best in the NBA. Oh, I kind of forgot about and that. And they have Al Horford still. Al Horford is still. <laughs> uh, I love No, Al Horford. Al Horford is, I thought he got traded, right? No. He's, he's going to retire in, 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 uh, in Boston. Who was the guy on the who's the guy on the Hornets that was on the Pistons? On the Pistons? Not on the Pistons. The uh, the Celtics, sorry. I'm, I got Pistons on the brain because I want to talk about them. The guy on the Hornets? Uh, he, like, wears the Batman mask, you know? Oh, he went to... You're talking about Grant Williams. Yeah, he Grant Williams. He went to the Mavs, and then he got moved again, I think. Oh, for real? He got moved again? Yeah, he, oh. he went to the, to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like, I like Grant Williams. Well, I think Celtics and Nuggets is like the safe. That's going to be the finals matchup. Yeah, it's like a safe. Yeah, bet. just because I don't think once nope. you get to the postseason, I don't think anyone's stopping Jokic and and Murray. No, I not just at don't all. think you can. I, it's like what about the Clippers though? What the about Clippers, the Clippers? The Clippers are really good. If there's a team that could do it, it's them. I think, but they could probably. I think they could. I could see the Clippers beating. <sighs> the, the issue is though, like they have Zubac, but. Zubac is like a solid center, but against Jokic, it's just it's no. tough. Like you're I bet you could you could probably put, I don't know. I mean, you could probably put PG on Jokic for like a game, like small ball. Play like small ball, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, dude, put Harden down the. I don't even know how you beat the what. The what is what does it take for a team to beat the Nuggets? You know, like with Jokic playing full, full speed. Well, last playoff run. The team that gave the Nuggets the most trouble was the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves are a huge team. Yeah, they, they are. They're they have, ginormous. And they have Rudy Gobert. Yeah, they have Rudy, Rudy and Rudy, Kat. Rudy gave Jokic more problems. I yeah, think. and the Timberwolves are better than they were last year. So I think if I think that's kind of funny that you bring up the the Timberwolves because a lot of people would say that having their team be so big, and this is coming straight from NBA YouTube and NBA Twitter and Instagram. I've seen a lot of people say that that's actually their detriment because there's not a lot, like not enough to go around, and Cat and Gobert on the floor just doesn't really work. But at the same time, it kind of seems like that's how they're you're one of the best teams in the West. I know, but still, people are shitting on them because they're they still see this kind of a logjam in terms of like who's getting the ball and who's gonna like lead the team and how well, are you gonna Anthony run? Edwards is how are you gonna ride team. like run the offense for? And yes, I think Anthony Edwards was. I think that's really great that he's become like you know he's the one he he's is the, the one. one he's like he's so he's the number one guy then cat is the second guy rudy gobert is a defensive player more so than an offensive player like he he's a rim runner like he'll like dunk and he'll he'll set screens and roll and shit like that but that's like his, the extent of his offensive game um but it runs through anthony edwards and it runs through mike conley because mike conley is their point guard it's true. Mike Conley is a so good underrated. One. A good one. Yeah. One of the best point guards. He's like a 
he's one of the best like pure passers in the in the NBA. That's cool. And people that people don't respect pure respect him. What does it mean to be a pure passer? That's my question. I think when I say pure passer, I just mean like kind of what you imagine a traditional point guard to be good at. Mm. Just said just the like plays. just just kick like dishing hit, it hitting, hitting guys like yeah. passing guys open yeah kind of stuff. Um, Chris Paul, you know, John Stockton, those are kind of like the traditional like point guard cool. kind of guys. Yeah, you yeah. see less of those nowadays. You see more of the combo guards. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But Mike Conley still kind of proven why uh, that style of play works. The just like the more. Um, passing secondary oriented player you know getting other guys open um and he's not taking all the shots makes sense he's a he's a guy who will ta- who will take the shots if he has to you know mm. if he needs to mm-hmm. but he uh that's not what he's there for he's there to to make the the team function and he does because they were so much worse without him last year <sighs> yeah i'm just trying to think because i had a point to make about the timberwolves oh yeah I agree with your point about the the Nuggets. I think that the Timberwolves, if they ever meet the Nuggets in the finals or in the playoffs or whatever, I th- can't remember. They're in the same conference. They right? are, yeah. Yeah, because Minnesota was originally the Vancouver, which was in the no. West. Yeah, right? No, Memphis. that's a Grizzly. Sorry, Memphis, Memphis was Vancouver. The, right, but is Minnesota in the West? Yeah. Why? Because there's not enough like that are actually in the West. Oh, okay. That just makes sorry. That one makes no sense to me. But it's whatever. Anyway, until we have Seattle and Vegas, then we can start moving. Yeah, then we can other teams. We'll probably move Memphis first because they're, or New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans is in the South. That's not in the West. New Orleans is in the South. Wait, no, it's in the West. They're in the Western Conference. Yeah, (laughs) so funny. But that's because they used to be in Utah. That's right. Yeah. Wait, what? Or no? No, yeah, because the no no, the the Jazz Jazz used to be in in New Orleans. Right, and are the Jazz in the East? Dude, I'm so. <laughs> no, I'm. The Pelicans confused. used to be in like Charlotte or something. The Charlotte Pelicans? I think so. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Like New Orleans. They were the Bobcats. They were the Bobcats, and, then and they the Bobcats. I thought the Bobcats became the the Hornets, though. No, the Hornets was a new franchise that started in New in Charlotte. MJ bought it, I think. Right. I thought MJ bought the Bobcats. No, know? the Bobcats moved to New Orleans. And became the Pelicans. Oh yeah, and, and then, then MJ, MJ started the Hornets. The Hornets, yeah, right. <laughs> and then the New Orleans team. Dude, we might be just completely wrong too. Like I think we're really silly. Like we're being really stupid right now. Um, I kind of like talking about this though. What talking about just all the like conferences? Bullshit, like just sports <laughs> sports conferences. Like, because I think that this is. This I is, just think the idea of the Utah Jazz is so funny. It's just like a name for a team. It's kind of insulting. Honestly. It really is. Like it's like we stole. We just took your culture. And yeah. Like we couldn't be bothered to rename like it. Like change I guess. it or rebrand it. Yeah. Like we're just so lazy. It's kind of sick though. Like the jazz. Like in Utah. Like, there was no jazz. There is no jazz. As jazz and ever Utah. did jazz ever touch <laughs> no. Utah? Yeah, actually. Once. Once. What they moved from New Orleans. They moved from New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, missed. Um, Salt Lake, Salt Lake Jones, famous <laughs> guitarist and saxophonist. Salt Lake Jones, famous saxophonist, and he died, and that's where the Salt Lake is. He was he was buried, and they built the stadium over him, and now he haunts it. What does he look like? He looks like um, 
what's his name? Vika. Lori Markinen. <laughs> Lori Markinen. It was Lori Markinen. Lori Markinen's actually it was Jordan Salt Clarkson. Lake Jones. I was actually in Utah last weekend, and people like the Jazz. Yeah, because they're they're fun. They are a fun team. I'm they're kind fun. of a, I'm a Jazz. I'm jazzed about the Jazz. Dude, when the when the when the Seattle when the Seattle gets an expansion so team. Amped. Do you think I think Detroit? I'm having this like sneaking suspicion that the Pistons are going to get moved out of Detroit. Like, dude. Like, I think they're going. To where? I don't know. They're probably going to, I think the Pistons probably just moved to Seattle and then they get rebranded as the I don't know. The Sonics again. I don't think so. They make enough money, don't they? They're not at a loss. I don't think they do make enough money. Well, actually, they are. I've actually, this is so funny. I actually, I don't know how this happened, but I was like, I was talking to someone who does like ticket sales or like, or like financing for the for the Pistons organization and they like they run a, a really good business over there like they still get money they still I think have it's, jobs it's and gonna stuff. stay like and they also have too much of a history in in Detroit yeah which the, the Sonics also did but not to the extent of the Pistons mm-hmm. like because you have what like three championships in the 80s yeah, no, you had then, two chips in the '80s, and then one in the 2000s. One in the 2000s, and then Ben one, Wallace, and then there's one more sprinkled in there. I can't remember. Yeah, whereas Seattle only had one, right? And then they had a good team in the '90s that just never won because of Michael Jordan, right? And then they had KD, Hakeem Olajuwon, right? When was KD drafted? 2008, the last year the Sonics were alive. Russell Westbrook was drafted a Seattle Supersonic. Really? Yeah. Are Russ and KD the same age? Mm, one year apart. Damn, that's crazy. I see KD is old. Like I think KD because he age. looks older than Russ. He does. Russ doesn't look old. Kevin Durant's a funny guy. I don't see Kevin Durant owning any to- uh, car dealerships in no. California. I think Russell Westbrook sold his though. That's really sad. <laughs> that makes me upset. What happened to him? That makes me really upset. What happened actually. to you, Russell Westbrook? So for uh, a little context for your non-Orange County listeners, for the longest time, I allegedly for the longest time, now that he sold it, but Russell Westbrook, former, um, let's see here. Car dealership owner. Forward car dealership. No, former. Is he still in the Clippers? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Clipper. Former Clipper. No, he is a Clipper. Clipper, Laker. former former Rocket, former Wizard, right. former uh, Laker, former Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. And former um, Maverick. No. For one day. No, that's it, I think. No, he was on the Mavs he for was one not day. On the Mavs. Yeah, he was, he was on, on the Mavs. He was on the Jazz for, for one, one day. For one day, right. Sorry. Never suited up, though. Never suited and up. And he yeah. was a Supersonic. When he was drafted. He never played. But was he just like... When they when the draft happened, they were still the Seattle Supersonics. They were still in Seattle, and then before the season started, they had moved to Oklahoma. Oh, geez. and rebranded. So the draft day photo of Russell Westbrook, he's wearing a Supersonics hat, oh. and he's holding a Supersonics ball. That's cool. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Anyways, it, just, it doesn't look real. He, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, owned a Toyota dealership, or a, like a Honda dealership. I think it's Toyota. Prius. I think it was a Honda dealership in like <laughs> Lincoln, New, like Newport. A Lincoln. He owned a Chrysler dealership. Chrysler he GMC. A, he owned a Thunderbird dealership. <laughs> owned a a smart car dealer. A Fiat. Fiat. He owned a, a Toyota dealership, and every single he sold a lot of Toyotas. Like that. Dude. That was a pretty lucrative. He and didn't. He wasn't personally selling them. No, no, Russell. <laughs> he was on the floor every day. Yeah, he was making that shit work. Um, but anyways, all the license plates had Russell Westbrook. It was so sick. It was so funny. I um, love, I love Russell Westbrook. He's one of my favorite players. I think 
coming to California for the first time, I was like, why does that license plate say Russell Westbrook? I'm like, hmm, they must be a fan. And then I kept seeing it again. And then the fact that he owned a, a dealership was very comical. You know what I love about <laughs> very Russell Westbrook? comical to me. You know what I love about what Russell Westbrook? What? It's just like how passionate he is as a person. Because <laughs> he just what? like cares so much. And Russ? Yeah, dude. And okay, he, that's and, fair. And he plays like it. Like he just plays like it's like the his last day on earth. Like every game. And that's true. And I just re- really respect that. Like as like as a person, he just he doesn't leave anything behind. Like I would, he's an all or nothing kind of guy. I would love to hear what Ollie would have to say about that. But I think he would agree. Like even if I he agree doesn't that he's, he's a very a, passionate player, but some people really don't like that. And I don't yeah, know whatever. why for the life of me. Well, he can. He, I can probably be an asshole sometimes because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, like I don't know. When you're passionate about something, it's easier to get hurt by that thing. Mm-hmm. So, has he ever won a championship? He hasn't. No. Damn, no. that's really sad. Yeah. So I, w- I kind of want the Clippers to win for that reason. I'm rooting for the Clippers, honestly. Then I, I Paul mean, George I'm... gets a chip. Right. James Harden gets a chip. Russell Westbrook gets a chip. Have they never won chip? Yeah, no, James not, Harden's never won a chip. Kawhi has, but none of the with others. The Spurs and with the uh, with uh-huh. the Raptors. Oh my God! Yeah, that was a crazy year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. Well, you know, I'm thinking about all these franchises getting moved. They're not. And They're getting, not getting moved. well, potentially getting moved, and the CLs like Supersonics getting moved, and you know, historic or not. At least you're not the Washington Wizards, you know? At least you're not the Bobcats. At least you're not the Bob... Dude, be, imagine being a... Bo- Who was a Bobcat fan? Whose idea was it to just, like, make yourself look like a high school, like, football team? There's a great documentary... About uh, the Bobcats? ...called The People You're Paying to, to Be in Shorts. It's about Michael Jordan and his, like, folly as a owner of a basketball team. Really? Yeah. It's really good. It's the same guys who did like Secret Base. It's the same guys who did like, oh seriously the history of the Seattle Mariners. I'm gonna and, watch like, that tonight. Fighting in the Age of Loneliness. That's so cool. That's a crazy title, by the way. What Fighting in the Age of Loneliness? Yeah. What is that about? It's about MMA, I think. Oh okay. Yeah. It's, that's that's just like an insane title for a video. Yeah. But yeah. Or the people you're paying to wear shorts. Section eighty four is my favorite. Which one's that about? It's about like. Can we get a, wait, can we get an explanation about what we're talking about here? So there's this YouTube channel, uh, and there's this company called SB Nation, which is like a sports media company, but they run a YouTube channel called Secret Base that does like sports related, like yeah. kind of documentaries and like little info videos and stuff. Yeah, and it's got But it they would, have a really interesting and weird way. There's this guy, John Boys. John Boys. John Boys. You may oh a little one one more thing. You may recognize them because they're the ones who invented scoregami. Scoregami. That was their whole. Yeah. That was like their whole shtick. Um, but they do like these weird like stat driven documentaries in sports. But they kind of choose strange, like like what what angles to yeah, take it. Yeah, they they just look at sports in new. It's almost and exciting like in a ways. human way. They they treat they take it from more like a human angle, kind which, which is interesting. Like there's, they have this one video called the Bob Emergency, which is like oh yeah, because they're running out of bobs. We're in, running out of bobs in, in sports. Base, yeah, yeah. There's because like no there used to be so many bobs in sports, and now there's like barely any. We're running out of per- <laughs> the I Bob Emergency. That's so funny. And they also have my favorite is what if Barry Bonds played baseball without a bat? <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> like that's just such a ridiculous title, dude. Section eighty four is amazing. What is that about? It's about this oh, game yeah, yeah. between the Steelers and the Ravens in like the 70s or something. Okay. And 
I think the the Steelers are just getting absolutely blasted, just destroyed, right? Mm -hmm. It's like a home game and it's just like a shellacking, right? Like everyone's getting it's it's just a really pitiful game. Um but nobody in the stadium knows, but in like 45 minutes a plane is going to crash into the stadium. Really? Yeah. What? Into section 84 of the stadium and if there are people there they'll they'll die, right? Like it's going to crash into the stadium. And so it's a video like from that angle, like it's a video where like we want them to get destroyed. We want them to get blown out. Yeah, because then they'll leave. Then everyone's gonna leave. <laughs> so you're rooting for them to get blown out. Like it's a, like it's they're doing it like heroically, and they just don't know. Like it's like what they're doing is honorable. Right. It's like such they're getting an, their, they're getting their asses kicked. But it's gonna save lives, yeah. and they just don't know it yet. That's so funny. It's, it's such an a, interesting, like amazing, like that's an awesome angle. way of looking at right, like getting your ass kicked. Right, like that's like. I don't know. It's a great documentary. That's you guys should definitely so check, check out I didn't know that, that channel. Super inspiring for like my sports fandom, I think. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't care at all about the Mariners, really, if I hadn't watched the, the four-part documentary, oh, like four-hour long yeah. on the Seattle Mariners. Yeah. So definitely worth checking I out. I want to watch the Bobcat one because... Oh, the Michael, the people you're paying to be in shorts. That one just sounds so interesting. And I always yeah. wondered why MJ... Because he's a very flawed human being. What? <laughs> really? Have you seen his... his uh, have you seen The Last Dance? I have. Yeah. He kind of sucks in that. And it was obviously done by... He's like, doing so much coke. In, like, the show? Or, you like, just, in the... In the, like, 80s and 90s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was on the Bulls, and, like, that Bulls team, his rookie year, got busted for, like, doing a bunch of cocaine in a hotel. Yeah. And Michael Jordan was like, nope, not me. <laughs> I'm above that stuff. Like, okay, Mike, whatever I you don't say. Know. Not me. Um, funny. He, he, per- might be, he might be telling the truth. I, I don't know. I don't really care. But I don't like Michael Jordan. I have a personal vendetta against well, him. What I found funny is that that docuseries – Got the green light from him after LeBron won the championship in the bubble. It's like okay, now I gotta protect my legacy. Now I gotta remind people why I'm the goat. I know, you know, like so stupid. And it was it's so clearly like everything went through him. You know, like there was no decision that was made. Right, where it was like, oh, these guys got the better of him. You know, like he always got the final word. I know. Like he was like, there's no like. I was they, not an objective documentary it was his point of view right and his like discretion and you can definitely see it's a very well-made documentary but you can see why it's like see, it's just michael jordan telling reliving the glory it's, days it's or a flawed documentary because it's it's flawed in the same ways that he's flawed yeah does that make sense like it's very pretty it's very well done and it's like tells a very good story but it's it's the story from one man's perspective and that man has a flawed like viewpoint viewpoint I'm sure that the producers were well aware of that as yeah. well. They're yeah. like, mm, yeah, this is great. I think, but, that, but if you're the, gonna make it like you need his okay. I think we're gonna get a nice little retrospective. I think probably like ten years down the line, once we look, once LeBron and Michael Jordan are retired, I think we're probably gonna be able to look at the Lance. The ten last years dance. down the line, when LeBron is still playing well, with both of his sons on the Pistons, <laughs> on the Pistons, yeah. I'm gonna manage. LeBron, LeBron is like, will never step foot in Detroit, dude. LeBron is like. Father time comes for us all, but for some reason, LeBron... He's so good, dude. LeBron has just made a pact with father time. Yeah. You know? 
something about dude. That's why he's the goat. That's why LeBron dude, is the fucking it's goat. Just, man. It's just ridiculous. Like what this man is doing at age forty. I always I see. Here's my biggest thing again with the MJ like LeBron era or whatever. Like about who's the goat. I mean, it's yes, it was a very different time, but I think nobody so like professionally and graciously like took on the role of like the best basketball player like the face of basketball and like did such a great job and just like kept with it for as long and as well as LeBron James did like Jordan wasn't very personable yes but obviously like he he was the face of basketball for the entire world for sure like but I think just like still is with that great power I think LeBron James has done so much more for like society honestly I agree agree. and that's why that's why he's the goat you know he's like a role model that like not saying that Jordan isn't a role model no but not in the same way at all you know like you like kids can look up to LeBron and just like as a person yeah like that's a stand-up dude right there. like I wouldn't want my kids to like emulate Michael Michael Jordan Jordan. I don't want there's there's certain characteristics about Michael Jordan that you know people can strive towards like yeah that competitiveness and it's like obsession but like LeBron James has a very healthy obsession with with basketball. See, Jordan, like, if if he wasn't getting his way and if he wasn't winning, he'd kick the shit out of you. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Yeah. Like, straight up, violence. Yeah. Just because why? He was losing in practice. Yeah. And probably he was coming off of a major coke bender <laughs> at Space Jam. At Space Jam. Yeah, dude. He always, the whole thing about Space Jam is, like, that was, like, the best shape he ever got in his life. But he was on a set of a movie in the 90s with all of, like, the best, biggest stars in basketball coming to play with him. And he's just lifting weights all day. How do you think you get that energy to film and play basketball and punch Steve Kerr in the face? That's right. That's right, Michael. We know your secret. It's Cat. Just think, it's Cat, bro. He was in the biggest fucking K-hole of his life. Michael Jordan's like bugged out on the street. He's got he's got <laughs> it's smelling salts. It's smelling smalls. Okay, also another smelling smalls. Smelling smalls. He's taking poppers, dude. He's, no. he, he's feeling rush. He's taking rush. He went through the three. MJ bo- Slander's crazy, <laughs> dude. MJ, I saw him taking rush, bro. I saw him taking poppers, bro. I saw him taking stardust. I saw him p- pick up a fistful of hypodermic needles and just <laughs> throw it at people. Just fucking picked up, throw fucking, it at Steve Kerr. Fucking throw it at Steve Kerr. <laughs> Anyways, um, one little before we move on, I'd like to tell one story about Michael Jordan, that, a personal story about the time that I met Michael Jordan. Oh, wow. Because you're from Chicago. I am from Chicago. He lives or used to live in my hometown. And his house, you know it's his house because it's a giant gate. And on the gate is a big 23. And it's a long drive. And there's... A great, excellent. There's a very excellent video on YouTube where like people go into his house and it's a very nice home. But anyways, when I was five, he used to play at a local golf course that my neighbor played at. And excuse me, my neighbor um, was very sweet. He was a retired judge and for Cook County, which is Chicago. So I'm sure he knew or rubbed shoulders with some people who played at this very private golf club and. I had broken my left arm when I was five. And I was like, okay, let's go out for lunch for with my neighbor. And my neighbor's like, hey, I have a surprise for you boys. Michael Jordan, I talked to some people, Michael Jordan is playing and he's about to round the 18th tee. Why don't you go say hi to him? Brian, 
why don't you have Michael Jordan sign your cast? I'm like, that's a great idea in my five-year-old brain. And I, <laughs> this is coming from my mom or like my brother. Cause I honestly, I was probably too young to remember it, but I definitely remember walking up to Michael Jordan and saying, Michael, can you sign my cast? And him just fucking walking right past me, just not even acknowledging me. Wow. And little five-year-old me had my heart broken because this man who I never knew anything about just walked right by me. I'm you, like, you couldn't even understand the significance of him yet? I was just like, okay. <laughs> and now that I'm like 21, I'm like, that motherfucker didn't even sign. I'm about to break my arm again. I'm going to go fucking get my second chance See, because when I broke my arm, right, so I was I – was, I used to do gymnastics as a kid, so I did you? Yeah, I didn't know that. So I fell from these monkey bars, right? I I broke my arm. Oh, I like, knew that. I, and I landed on my wrist, and it was like I fractured my wrist, and then, and I just knew like right away. And then I I turned around and I looked up, and there was LeBron James just standing there, and he was like, and he and he he reached out his hand, and he was like Finn. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, Finn. I just realized that you were joking. <laughs> he was like, I'm like, no. He was like, Finn. And then he took my good hand and he, and he, he kissed it. And he, he kissed he, it. He, he got me to my feet. And then, yeah. And then he like, kissed, let's get he, you kissed he kissed my, on my wrist. And then it was fixed. He picked me up in his arms and he ran me to the nearest hospital. He ran me personally. That is so funny. And that's why he's the goat. That's why he's the goat. That's why he's the goat. He said, Finn, <laughs> let me help you. Let me help you. Thanks, LeBron James. All right. Now I got to go make Space Jam 2 now. <laughs> oh, so that's my God. personal anecdote. That was my personal anecdote of meeting LeBron I'm glad James. that got you. I'm glad. I was like, I was no. Cook, I was cooking that one for a while once you started talking about your story. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one planned. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. If you had to be one basketball player. Who would it be? Would it LeBron be? James. Are you kidding? I think I would want to meet LeBron or Steph, honestly. I feel like, I no. Living or or dead or both. Okay. How about one living, one dead? I want to meet LeBron and I would want to meet Bill Russell. I would want to meet LeBron too, alive. And I would want to meet Steph Curry dead. Don't you dare fucking turn on that fucking chill trap. How dare you? You're not even gonna let me explain myself. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Turning my microphone down, you fucker. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I think my microphone. <laughs> did that was you fucked up. Did you turn the headphones? Did you turn the volume of my headphones or did I just scream into my microphone? No, I turned your volume down. Like turn my microphone volume yeah. down. So, oh, okay. So you made me quieter. Yeah. All right, that's good because I was like screaming in my mic. <laughs> I just absolutely like. We're almost out of time, by the way. Oh, we like, are. Two minutes ago. Wow. So we we just really talked about a lot of nothing today. We talked about a lot we of had sports. A lot of fun. We talked about a lot of sports related stuff. We just I mean, and gaffed. There, there like was. <laughs> to be honest, though, just fucking this beat is so loud. <laughs> we talked about it a lot, dude. I I really hope we make the chip. <laughs> I really hope we make the chill chair at Pedo you know, just a, a feature of our shows that just comes in randomly. Um, no, but there's not a whole lot of sports like news, honestly. We did our dynasty draft two days ago. We did. 
and I got Justin Herbert. You got you had the first overall pick. I got Josh, Josh Allen. Allen, and then one on one. Probably gonna get Marvin Harrison, Sam Laporta, Sam Laporta. We got the two top tight ends. You got Laporta. I got McBride. Trey McBride. Yeah, that's nice. I think Isaiah Likely was a crazy pick. Whoever took him, he went very late. Yeah, um, he's gonna be good. We should do a dynasty startup, honestly. Like another draft on it, like on here. On yeah, just on here, like for funny funsies. Let's do it. But, anyways, like first five rounds. Yeah, just for like five rounds, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. what the hell? Maybe next week. Let's yeah, let's do it next week. All right, I like that idea. It's a date. Oh, Finn. <laughs> At what time? Uh, we can bring Colin too, maybe. Oh, that's right. Colin and Will or something. It's it's gonna be Thursdays at six p.m. Our new time. Our new time. Our new time. Thursdays Thursday, at six p.m. on the Chapman Radio app. And and live if you wanna if you wanna tune cha- in on the Chapman Radio app. on the Chapman Radio app. Yeah. Or after on Spotify. Yeah, that's right. Or after on Spotify. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Hey. All right. Hey. I feel like we should go now. What? It's been, it's been 50 minutes. What are we gonna do?